if you've been feeling numb or frustrated, why it seems like people around you just don't seem to care about the big things happening in the world, and they might seem indifferent or callous to you. My hope is that this clip may help. Hey, Adele Wong here, and welcome to this podcast where we explore all things about what it takes to create one bodacious, fulfilling life and livelihood. We are living right now amongst some truly unprecedented things in history in terms of big social change. Um, There are things happening at large that seem bigger than any one of us can solve. And I wanted to share a piece of research that came out from the latest in neuroscience because I think it explains what might be going on if you are feeling very detached and numb from the chaos or if you're someone wondering why more people don't seem upset or outraged on things that matter to you. Up to now, there has been this thought out there that one of the reasons why people shut down is that they get overwhelmed with empathy, meaning um, empathy is defined as perhaps you're someone who feels other people's pain and it can be overwhelming. And especially if you are not able to help in any way, what the researchers found was that a part of the brain would get activated where people would feel other people's pain, be unable to do anything about it, and the, the subjects themselves would, would hurt. It would be so upsetting that they couldn't help it. They would shut down and withdraw. And indeed, this is a survival mechanism. And sometimes this has been called compassion fatigue. You might see it in hospitals when there's a lot of pain and suffering that doctors and nurses report sometimes they just get numb. And to families and patients, it can seem like their healthcare providers just don't care that there's a certain indifference or uncaring demeanor that can set in. But it's not that at all. So sometimes people assume that that must be what's happening. You know, you have compassion overwhelm or compassion fatigue. You've absorbed too much of the pain that's going around and you've shut down. But the latest research shows that that's not exactly what's happening. That everything depends on how people respond to other people's pain. And that there is a distinct difference whether people are responding through true empathy or compassion. In fact, it's a big difference. Empathy is when you feel someone else's pain. And if you can't do anything about it, people will shut down. But researchers have found that if they, if they instruct people to step into compassion instead, which means it's defined as the ability to witness and see someone else's pain and to really let that person know, hey, I see you're in pain and I'm here to support you in any way that might be useful. That that actually activated a different part of the brain that was much more associated with connection, affiliation. In fact, people in compassion felt more willing to help than the group that was in empathy. 
And this is really surprising because you would think it'd be the opposite. But it, as it turns out, compassion is actually healthier. And for the person being supported, it feels better. It's better for everyone. You're more resourced in being able to help people. People feel seen in their pain. And it's not the same as looking the other way because you can't do anything. And I think this has really important implications for not just dealing with the, the article was talking about the context of the Israel-Palestine war situation, that people were just so overwhelmed with pain that they shut down and other people were wondering, why aren't more people outraged and caring about what's going on? They must not care. And it wasn't that at all. But if you can step in compassion, into compassion, you're more able to respond without getting sucked in to the pain of others. Lost in the sauce is what I call it. It doesn't mean you don't care. In fact, if you can be a witness and see someone else's pain, you're seeing them and they know they see you and they know that you're there and you're there to support in any way possible. Now, you may not be able to stop a war, but the ability to witness is very nourishing to people around you who might be in a state of pain, in a state of overwhelm, that people who go into empathy often are the ones that end up snapping uh, out of irritation. You know, how, you know, I wish you wouldn't feel that way. Here's a bunch of unsolicited advice. This is your problem. Don't come trauma dumping on me. I can't stand it when you're like this. Why don't you think more positively? You have a problem with this. You have a negative belief on that. These responses are all (laughs) not exactly coming from compassion, but they are often the result of an empathic person who doesn't know how to be with pain. A lot of very crabby people are just people who are on empathic overload and they resort to shutting down or some of the responses I articulated earlier. And I know it seems counterintuitive, but a lot of irritation amongst people is, I can't stand where you're at and your pain. You should be somewhere else and then I will feel better because I really don't want to feel what you're feeling. Can you relate? This happens with a lot of sensitive people who have somehow learned that connecting to other people through pain, through empathy, becomes a way of establishing intimacy. It is one way of connecting to people because they really want the other person to know that they care, that they're there for them. And the the vibration of empathy becomes the one that they're familiar with. And sometimes it snowballs into, oh my gosh, now I'm just as miserable as you are, or I'm giving you a lot of unsolicited advice and irritating you, and it's hurting the relationship, and I just want you to know how much I care. Compassion is a different animal. It's the ability to stay fully present in your body, to be able to witness someone else's pain without the need to jump in there and change anything. It's a recognition of pain, a witnessing of pain, and staying resource in how that person might be supported. 
It might not be through advice at all. It might not be through coaching or what they should be doing differently or all these things. It might just be full presence. Now, a lot of sensitive people wonder, you know, it's one of these things I've noticed is that a lot of sensitive people assume that empathy is the name of the game. If the world became more empathic, even politicians talk about the need to have more empathy for movements, you know, I don't know, Black Lives Matter or the war in the Middle East, and we would all be happier and more understanding if we were empathic. But I think it's not, it's a misnomer. If everyone was more empathic, my position is everyone would feel a mess, less resourced, even more reactive, more prickly, not less. But a lot of sensitive people, have they don't know any other way to communicate with other people, to show intimacy, support, connection. Because they've never had compassion around themselves. Right? If you've never had someone show full presence and compassion towards you, or maybe you've only been around reactive and prickly people yourself, meaning they are in empathic overwhelm, you don't know any other way to respond besides trying to rush in and save others or whatnot. We've all done it. So if you really want to be a force for change in the world, instead of trying to be more empathic and feeling everything through your veins, consider stepping into a different energy of compassion. It's just as much caring, but it won't burn out your nervous system. It will help your relationships because no one will feel like you're invading them with your energy out of, uh, you know, of good intention. Empathy has a certain bleeding quality in the energy field. And it often feels sticky to the, list, to the other person. It feels like someone is, you know, surrounding them with their own ideas or their goo. People report feeling energetically invaded around other people who are just trying to help. And this is one reason why a lot of people don't share what's bothering them. Because they know the other person will start energetically bleeding or get upset themselves or will react in a prickly manner of judgment or criticism, even when it's couched in a carefully curated way with with the right words, if the energy doesn't match, people will still feel like someone is trying to fix them rather than to truly support them. And this, as I said, is because people don't know how to be supportive. They only know how to give advice because that's what happened to them. So I hope this makes sense. I wanted to share with you the latest coming out of neuroscience. And maybe you can take this out for a whirl if you're someone who gets overwhelmed by other people's pain and problems. Because it's inevitable. Our world is chaotic. And much of my work is growing leaders with more stamina, with the best that's coming out of neuroscience, so you don't have to grit your teeth so hard for a juicy, fulfilling life. So, as usual, if you've enjoyed this podcast, um, I welcome a, a follow, 
a review. It helps bump this podcast higher up in the algorithm so more people can discover it. Very much appreciated. You might want to share this with someone who's going through something similar to what I've described. And as usual, I'm open to comments. I'd love to hear from people. Okay? Till next time, rock on.